oh, well, I can tell you why nobody wants to sit next to you. It's because your balls are out. (laughs) (laughs) No, I've checked. My balls are in. So for quite some time now, probably since we had our first child, maybe since the second one, I don't know. My wife has complained about our bed. It's very not solid, like it really sinks in in places and it's got some divots in it. It's not, it's not a great mattress. So she's been wanting to get a new one for a while. So we decide, okay, well, we're going to buy a new mattress. Wait, are you raising your hand? Yes. What? First off, how the heck do you get a divot in your bed? Or second, you sure you don't mean duvet? <laughs> I know how to pronounce duvet, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I sold them for quite some time, so I know what a duvet is now. Yes, I do not mean duvet. I mean, it was such a soft mattress. If you sleep on it in a certain spot for so long, it will sink in, so. That's just a body dip. It's from your butt. It's not a divot. That's your butt shape. That's bad. A bed should not do that. How else will your butt know where to go? Okay, we're not going to get into why your mattress sucks, but your mattress sucks if you have a butt spot that you settle into every night. Of course I do. I mean, like your butt has its own little nest, and you sleep okay. in a hotel, and you're like, my butt doesn't know where to go. Anyway. Okay, then you you need a new bed, and I'm not going to sell one to you because I, I now know more about mattresses than I did before, but... We decided to remedy this and get a new mattress. So we did. We went and shopped for them. We went to a place that's actually around here, a local place called the Mattress Factory, where they do not just sell you a mattress. They will show you how your mattress is going to be made so you can have confidence in this mattress. And is it's this like it's, an artisanal mattress making place? It basically is, yeah. They took us through the warehouse to show us like all the parts and everything that will make up the mattress. And it was a process. It was, it was a bit much, but I also appreciated it and it, it was fun. Do you get to pick your mattress out of a tank? Like, no, it's one. not. That's the one I want to sleep on. That would be funny if they're just in this giant box. And it's like, oh, I want that one. That's the mattress I want, Mommy. No, because you want to be able to sleep. You want to lay on a mattress and see how it feels and check this out. And we found out, you know, the memory foam is definitely not the way to go because, you know, it eventually will lose its memory and it will just stop being <laughs> foam and it's just flat then. It's not as fun. So so we decided to go with a, a mattress you can flip over and still have a nice pillow top on the top and it's, it's good in various ways. And so this sucker's tall, like way taller than our current mattress. And I, I note that to my wife. She's like, it's not that much taller i'm like okay it's gonna be really funny when we get it in there finally and you see how tall this mattress is now and uh we couldn't get a box spring up our stairs before so now we got a split box spring we got that going so we'll have a box spring we'll have the mattress we'll be ready to go and uh the guys come and it's raining that day so of course we just leave it standing up for quite some time because it's wet uh, when they delivered it, they, they had coverings on it, plastic coverings, but they, they put their hands on it. And my wife was not happy about that. So there's a big handprint on one of the box springs and she said, we can't put that down yet. It's going to be wet and then it'll be ruined. So just leave it standing up. So we did that for the rest of the day and then finally put it on. Once we put it on, the, the thing basically comes up to my hip. I'm a, I'm a taller guy, but my legs are, you know, most of my height. So for it to come up to my hip means it's very tall and I, I actually have to climb into the thing. So that's, it's tall bed comically tall in some ways to the point where we had we need to get like stands for our nightstands now because they're too short you have to like reach down to the nightstand you put your nightstand up on cinder blocks uh, basically yeah i mean they have those little cups that you like put underneath your the posts on your bed to raise it up to like yes, you know cinder protect, blocks and milk no, crates is what we use out here. cinder blocks i'm sorry i don't live in some highfalutin east coast where we have special made 
cups to put our beds on. You need your bed higher. You put them on cinder blocks or milk crates. You live near Seattle. You do live in highfalutin. You're you're more highfalutin than I am in most ways. Trust me. Okay, now, but I still consider myself to be the hick kid from Idaho. That's understandable. Yes. Um. Yeah. I. I mean, especially with being a nightstand that you don't like sleep on or anything, I would definitely like just look for stacks of things to put underneath it. And bunch of old National Geographics. Yeah. Uh, whatever I can find. Whatever's gonna be, level it out as much as I can. So. So yeah, it looks silly. And uh, we lay on it, and it's like, oh, my wife's like, I could sleep right now. And I'm like, well, I'm glad you like it. And we'll, you know, you'll get to sleep on it tonight. And then uh, we go through the rest of the day, and then we come to bedtime, and I, I, you know, I'm kicking my feet down. I'm like, oh, that's right, because it's taller now. Our footboard doesn't actually hit the, the your feet. Like, it goes underneath. It's uh, You don't even feel it anymore. That's, that sucks. And I, I remarked to her, uh, you know, it sucks that uh, now I'm not going to have any leverage for my feet <laughs> and she says huh yeah i guess so <laughs> like it's not a, it's not a funny aside that I, I i was trying to make i was trying to be funny she's just like oh you're right like it's a note like oh yeah noted um, i'll put that in the con section or worse i'll put that in the prose section I, however you want to see it I, it depends on your your perspective on the situation uh and i so i say well we, we just flip around you know the headboard becomes the footboard basically and then there's just nothing at the top that's fine and then she's like i'll fall off <laughs> <laughs> and i say in all seriousness like I, I i honestly took that as like uh you know i'll fall off and you won't and i'm just like i mean uh, you're not gonna fall off by yourself i'll like ride you down like a sled <laughs> Which, again, she does not like because she's like, I'll hit first. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I, you're not wrong. You would. And so I, I, that's where the conversation kind of ended because I'm like, you know, you're, you're right. You, you, would, you, you would hit first and it would hurt you much more than me. So I, I would feel bad, especially from the height this thing would give us now. So that's, uh, that was our discussion based around our, our new bed, which we love and I'm concerned about. That, yeah, that's a problem. Something's got to something's got to change. Either your bed or your technique. I'm not gonna say which, but I have already considered all of these things. I also, when we were, uh, you know, in the at the mattress factory, and the person was helping us, had to go, you know, take a phone call or go back to the back room. Uh, I did tell my wife. I said, "Okay, I get down on the bed. We're gonna be in missionary <laughs> position when she comes back in." <laughs> and she just laughed, and I was like, "I'm serious, do it." <laughs> And she did, she did not do it. So that was, that was unfortunate. There have to be people that try out mattresses in sexual positions. Like they, there has to be unironically too. They're like, this like, Oh, this, 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 this one's not going to work. Yeah. That, that won't hold up to my routine. <laughs> See, I would take it as an opportunity to change the routine. I mean, there is that. It's like getting a new job. You need to kind of like look at yourself and like, you know, maybe my, I don't need to read web comics for a half hour every day before I start to work. When life changes, you change with it and you grow and you have an opportunity to kind of audit yourself and say what's working for me and what's really just holding me back. See, when you say new job, the first thing I think of is meeting new people. <laughs> you don't necessarily want that when you're changing your bedtime bedroom routine. <laughs> oh, and th 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 this guy, I just met him. He's Herb. Herb. Hi, Herb. <laughs> Herb likes it when I do this. So we're going to start doing this now. <laughs> Stretch the leg back and see. Yep. Herb. I see you over there. Herb likes that. Now, Sally over here, she likes it when I do this with a. <laughs> okay. There we go. Yeah. So <laughs> for the listeners out there, I am not actually demonstrating these things. That was just funny noises. 
I do good Foley work. I don't actually <laughs> bring a bed in here or bring my microphone into the bedroom. <laughs> I laugh at that for two reasons. First off, the idea of like a, a porn Foley artist is hilarious to me. But second, the idea that you think you're so good at Foley work that you have to convince people like, no, no, I'm not really making these... Th- positions i'm just making the noises people don't you worry i know i'm you know the michael winslow of our generation but it's not that i just i want people to know that i'm not actually doing sexual things while i'm describing these things i i don't want them picturing that so i'm having them picture me doing silly things and it's like you know when somebody's reading the news on a podcast and they crinkle papers instead of actually reading the news it's like ah let me crinkle these papers just to make you think i'm doing this thing I, I, that's what I want you to picture me doing. I'm, I'm doing silly things here, sitting in my chair. You can see me looking like a monkey or whatever I'm doing there. Not not sexual things. Don't picture those. Those are bad. <laughs> At least when you do them, they are. Uh, yeah, I will agree with that. <laughs> you, wait, you should like those. <laughs> oh, I, I, I like when it. When you're doing them, you should like it. Oh, absolutely. I enjoy it quite a bit. I don't want anyone else thinking about that because they, they, nobody should do that. <laughs> no one should think about Jason doing that is what he means. Yes. So we recently made a, a bed change of our own. We had a problem where we would be just lying in bed reading or watching a show on Netflix or something and it would fall just like kaboom because the bed frame was crappy and it just had, you know, it, it had been with us for 10 years and it decided it didn't want to be with us anymore and it kept falling apart and I'd like jury rig it back in there and it would fall again and finally we were just like, you know what? Screw it. We're college kids again. And we put our box spring on the floor. And it has been a problem. <laughs> now I feel <laughs> like I didn't think the box spring, or sorry, I didn't think the bed frame made that much of a difference. But apparently it does because sleeping on the floor is killing my back. And I am just miserable all the time. I'm like, I used to do, this used to be my life. I went four years sleeping on the floor. You were younger. That's, that's the main part of that. I'm still young, Jason. Nah. I'm young and I'm hip and I can sleep on the floor. Obviously you can't and you should you should remedy that. I'm not going to tell you to go to a, a mattress place and you know get the whole shebang, but you definitely need a, a bed frame. Yeah. That's we're probably I, just going to get some milk crates. Or milk crates. Milk crates on box. <laughs> you really are living in Idaho still, aren't you? Idaho is a state of mind. And that state of mind is putting milk crates under things. <laughs> For support. <laughs> it's like, how can I get through this without spending money? Because I ain't got none. Yeah. I Sleeping on the floor is definitely a temporary thing we have to do. Like, it is not an end goal for me. So, yeah. If it, if it gets to the point where, well, we got to try this out. Let's see if we can go with this. That's like, no, no. That's a, that's a means to an end. It is a very near end, I hope. Well, the thing is, we've had the exact opposite solution now that we're lower because we were so high. I never used my uh, makeshift nightstand because it was too low. But now it's right the right level. So it's got a bunch of books on it. It's got the switch on it. It's perfect. My life is great now. So, Please, please describe to me and our audience what your makeshift nightstand is and or looks like. So we used to have these shelves that were made out of PVC pipe and plastic levels. So like you'd put some PVC pipe and then there was uh, a shelf and then some more PVC pipe and then a shelf and then PVC pipe and then a shelf. Well, we lost some of the layers. So we have like the top two layers and the bars between them and then the bottom two things. But we missed that middle section. So it's like take a bookcase and cut in half and make it out of cheap plastic. And then you put it on both sides of our bed because that's what we now use as our bed stand. Okay. 
It's pretty much what I was picturing. So that's that, that's good. The rickety, the ricketier, the better. Yeah. And you agree. <laughs> well, I I hope you're able to to recognize the importance of a good frame, or not even a good frame, just a frame. The the old frame that you had would break while you're watching TV. That's better than sleeping on the floor. No, no, it's not. There's nothing more terrifying than having your bed drop six inches for no discernible reason. That is, uh, yeah, that's not, not wanting to feel like you're in a roller coaster when you're in bed is not. That is not a, a fun the tower sensation. of terror. Sitting there watching Kimmy Schmidt, and all of a sudden, kabonk. <laughs> I never want to watch that show again. <laughs> that show's scary. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you, you got to adapt. And we have by reverting to college. I'm gonna say you've you haven't adapted. You've devolved. <laughs> That's a kind of adaption. Okay. If we find out that opposable thumbs are bad for us, and we just cut them all off and go back to like climbing trees and throwing poo, and that's better for us. That's evolution. That's adaption. That's us getting better. That's us realizing the mistake of inventing work and pants. I like your idea of an example of de-evolution. De- I said it the first time. Now I can't say it. De-evolution. Sure. Uh, <laughs> being bad, thing, working correctly is removing our opposable thumbs. <laughs> so that tells me all I need to know about your view of evolution and how we're going to adapt to overcome this world. Well, these things clearly aren't working. Really, whatever gets me out of the nine to five grind, I'm happy with. <laughs> cut a finger off not to have to go to work anymore. And that's all it's about. Adapting so you don't have to go to work. Yeah, pretty much. Dude, I have an hour and a half commute. My life is miserable. Evolution has not treated me well. Civilization is bad. I want to go back to pooping in a cave and lighting fires. But now you have all that time to remember who the Raw Tag Team Champions are. <laughs> <laughs> it took the whole time to figure it out. <laughs> I love commutes that are like that, where I try and figure something out, and it's just the most banal bullcrap that I, by the time I get there, I finally <laughs> remember. And it's just like, oh, thank God. That was going to drive me nuts all day. So, like I said, it's an hour and a half both ways, and I try to make the most out of this time because it's a huge chunk of my day. So, on the morning, I do some scripture study, and then I sleep to catch up on my sleep a little bit. That's my morning commute routine. Then on the way home, I try to either prep for D&D or work on my novel that I've been working on. And my family has started auditing me about that. And they're like, so what did you do on the commute home? Like, oh, I worked on the book, or oh, I wrote this encounter, or I didn't get a seat, so I watched Sabrina. So I came home that day where I spent the whole time trying to think of the Raw Tad Teams champions. My wife's like, so what'd you do on your commute? I'm like, I don't know, it doesn't matter, shut up. <laughs> Just run up to your bedroom and slam the door. <laughs> I don't have the answer to you. <laughs> this is Vince McMahon's fault and his hatred of tag team wrestling. <laughs> do, do a video I put on YouTube, and it's Vince McMahon, you're ruining my, li- my life and my marriage. <laughs> Stop this tyranny and tell us who the damn champions are. Exactly. That is that that is a uh, teenage Steve makes a video for YouTube moment that I need right now. <laughs> Just sobbing under the covers while your family bangs on the door. Just because I sleep on the floor does not make me a teenager, Jason. I'm 37. Dang it. If you run upstairs after you get home from work and you scream and you actually you don't even scream, you just slam the door shut and you won't talk to your family, you're a teenager. Oh, then I'm a teenager because there are some days yeah. where I'm just like, nope, I have dealt with humanity for the last hour and a half on a bus. I ain't dealing with them here. <laughs> Go to my room. Slam. I guess I'm lucky that my commute every day is just me trying not to fall asleep before I get home. Nice. You get on the bus. You can fall asleep. But I don't have to put up with other people. 
the only other people on my commute are people on the podcast I listen to, and I let them in. So um, this is a, a brief little aside, but also speaking of how I'm a teenager and on the commute, I've become very self-aware of how undesirable I am to sit next to. Like, as people get on the bus, I look around, I'm like, obviously, she, she's going to get sat next to before I am. She's kind of good looking. But that, that homeless guy, there's no way anyone's going to pick him over me. And they do! And I feel really bad! <laughs> I have learned that there is irrepresentable proof that moderately hot Asian women would rather sit next to homeless people than me. I, I, I don't know what to do with that. It is ruining my self-confidence. I have none anymore. I feel like garbage after every bus ride. All I can say is that it's on you, not them. So don't make it their problem. You're doing something clearly wrong. But I don't know what that is. This is definitely my problem, but I don't know what I've done wrong. I'm dressed for work. I am either doing something on my phone or a laptop. I look like a professional. And yet, <laughs> I'm like the, I'm like the fat kid getting picked last for kickball except you're not getting picked at all well sometimes the bus is so full that i have to be sat by and you can tell someone's like well guess i'll take one for the team sit by this schlub (laughs) to be picked uh last over the homeless guy that that is that is a sting (laughs) that probably hurts well into your uh work day so uh if i am able to ever come out there i am happy to observe you doing one of your commutes (laughs) and try and tell you what you're doing wrong Sometimes, should, sometimes that's all you need. You need an outside eye to look at it and say, oh, well, I mean, I can tell you exactly what's going wrong, blah, blah, blah. And you're just like, oh, I really absolutely never would have thought that. Let me adjust that. And then everything gets better. Well, see, I thought it might be something like that, but I, I've, I've audited myself. My bag is not on the seat next to me. It's on the floor. I'm not man-spreading. I'm, my, my legs are within my boundaries. I'm not slumping over like the fat guy does. I'm like in my spot. I am the perfect seatmate. Uh, well, your your first problem is you're being too judgmental. That's a problem. I don't think it's probably being a problem here because you're not talking, but you can't audit yourself. Audits, by definition, are done by somebody else. They're done by a sec- an outside entity. Otherwise, it doesn't count. So you, you, you're lying to yourself and you don't even know it. That's the problem. You need no, somebody I... else to witness you and to see what's going on. And they will, again, they will be able to tell you almost immediately, I bet. Oh, well, I can tell you why nobody wants to sit next to you. It's because... Your balls are out. (laughs) (laughs) No, I've checked. My balls are in. Then I can't help you. I'll be happy to come out there. You'll pay my fee, and I'll be happy to tell you what you're doing wrong. I'm going to have to uh, record myself or something. And like, why? My YouTube channel. Like, why won't you sit by this guy? And people can vote on a poll and say like, oh, well, I I take one look at that guy and he smells. Why are you staring at everyone? Stop staring. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a note writing down. Hot chick, fat guy. (laughs) You're staring at everyone and then writing on a little notepad. No wonder everybody thinks you're creepy. You're creepy. (laughs) Or I'm just sitting there like everyone who walks by like, do you know who the Rug Tag Team Champions are? Do you know who the Rug Tag Team Champions are? Vince McMahon won't tell me. You have to. (laughs) Hey guys, Steve here. Wanted to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Today I Learned Nothing. I hope you enjoy the show half as much as we enjoy creating it. You can follow more of our shenanigans on Twitter. I am at Idahobo, and Jason is at the Jason Sigler. Hey.